So what endorsements do you think Bernie should have gone out for? Uh, <laughs> the guy from the newsroom or like the general from Armageddon. He could have got that endorsement, right? The bad guys from Avatar. <laughs> God damn it. Putting my makeup on. You know, days like this. You know, I think there's only one thing we can all do today. Just get Joker-fied. Coming down with a bad case of Joker-19 right now. They think we won't go werewolf. (laughs) They fucked around. Let's see what happens. Uh... Wow. Once again, we are doing the Joker dance down the staircase yeah. from Parasite. We are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, when I go out there, would you mind introducing me as Dr. Fauci? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, when I go yeah. out there, would you introduce me as uh, USS NS Comfort? Yeah, you shouldn't make jokes about Biden's uh, Alzheimer's, all right? We don't joke about that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. I see you're wearing some Bernie gear yeah, right now. I'm wearing a Bernie shirt. Solidarity forever. Um. Yeah, we, uh... I had my Bernie cap on coming in, my beanie. Yeah, you know, you can still vote for him, you can still write him in. Um, yeah, you can write him right into Biden's heart. Parody. <laughs> <laughs> vote for him twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, jeez, feels bad, feels bad. Yeah, feels bad. Uh, I mean, not a huge surprise at no. this point. Um, I've been saying this, I don't know if it hasn't sunk in yet, or if it sunk in a month ago. Yeah, I mean, I guess there was some idea that he would hold out for, you know, uh, Biden being, like, really unable to serve. Yeah. Um, Which could still happen. Did you see Bernie, I think it was on Colbert, they were talking about Wisconsin, and Bernie said, I mean, I think it's the ugliest thing I've seen in politics. I saw he said that, yeah. And I think it was too much for the poor man, I think, like, he, yeah, like, they held a knife to the Democratic voter's neck and said, yeah, if you keep running, Bernie, we're gonna just slaughter these people. Yeah, ugh. So, now all the primaries can move. Now they can all be vote by mail. Yeah. Oh my god, so sick. (laughs) Right, because it's this whole idea, like, well, we're only having the primary because by because because Bernie hadn't dropped out, just isn't true. There's a lot of things up on the ballots when you go and vote in a primary. Right. So yeah, no, but now they can do them. Yeah. By I, mail or whatever. Right. I mean, in Illinois, I got to write in some crank for <laughs> the congressperson. Yeah, we got to district. write in the blockchain congressman, <laughs> the or sovereign whatever. citizen gold bug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you know, but in Wisconsin, they really had, you know, an important Supreme Court election that could have changed. You know, the liberals almost had it. They could have gotten a, a three, four minority on the court for once. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, like 
uh, no, I mean, obviously this myth that, like, Bernie being in was the thing that kept the primaries going, not true, obviously. Yeah. Like, if you say that, you just know nothing about politics yeah. or elections or... You have a baby brain yeah. if you think that. Um, and, but, you know, what could make a difference is the governor of Wisconsin saying, let's move them uh, farther out than the Saturday before the Tuesday election. Or, you know, after all the mayors of major cities in Wisconsin begged him to stop it. Or Joe Biden saying at any point before the in-person election, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, what happened? I mean, he's just been saying the same thing. Like, we have to... uh, He didn't give a shit. He was like, we need to just have these elections anyway. But then after the election happened, he was like, wow, what a shame. Like, we should never have done this. Really? That's, I mean, within, within, I think, 48 hours, but it's, you know, a, a couple hours difference. Biden went from... He said twice in public, on the record, in front of his fucking green screen. Uh, yeah, I think they should go forward in Wisconsin. It seems like it'll be safe. Spreading misinformation about it. Uh, just totally lying and supporting the GOP's position in Wisconsin uh, against everyone, uh, including, at some point, the uh, Democratic governor of Wisconsin, who also has blood on his hands for waiting so late. Yeah. Uh, I wonder who told him to, you know. But, uh, yeah, then as soon as the election happened, Chris Cuomo was like, how do you feel? And it is weird because, like, you know, we saw the same bloodbath in Illinois and Florida, obviously, and that will just be written out. It will be like Wisconsin was the one time this happened. Yeah. Even though this happened three weeks ago. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. But now it's gotten so bad, like, the liberal media has gotten on it, and, you know, I'm sure they got the message that Bernie was dropping out, so now they can make it an issue. Now it's Republicans versus Dems in a really clean way for them, really nice. Uh, They're just not going to—they're not going to tell you that Biden was—had the GOP position uh, for a plague election uh, right up until the minute the first in-person votes were cast. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. It's so gross. Yeah, probably just never go vote again, you know? Yeah. I don't want to get coronavirus. Seriously. I hear that. <laughs> I hear coronavirus can stick to uh, ballot boxes for years and years. So probably just stay away from them. I'm going to all the ballot boxes, uh, coughing on them. Yeah. Uh, touching my face and then pulling the um, lever. But I mean, it's really horrifying. Like, not to minimize it, what's going on in Wisconsin is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, really bad. Feels, feels like the darkest timeline. I Seriously. don't know. Definitely, it could keep getting worse. uh, (laughs) Can't wait. I mean, I'm crossing my fingers that Joe Biden wins the presidency now. I think there's a very good... I mean, I like, who can say? I'm not going to try to, like, 538 it and give, like, odds or anything. But I think there is a very good chance that Biden could win the presidency despite everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, And I think I'm seeing people, like, leftists on Twitter completely discounting that possibility. And I don't know how they could think that. No, and, you know, we can, like... Uh, you know, do a general like this. We're recording this Thursday. Yeah, the day after Bernie dropped out. Thursday, second yeah, day of April ninth, uh, the um, anniversary of uh, the Confederacy surrendering. <laughs> Robert E. Lee surrendering. Yeah, when Robert E. Lee did the greatest growth of all yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, when Robert E. Lee did a totally weak apology at Appomattox. <laughs> did a no growth at Appomattox. Yeah, when yeah. the Confederacy was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag mute Jefferson Davis. I know. When um yeah, when Ulysses Grant found those photos of all the Confederate uh, leaders at their Halloween party <laughs> in problematic costumes, and it was all over for them at that point. <laughs> 
It, and so this is something I want to get into with you. I mean, maybe we should talk about the Bernie section first, just because Bernie dropped out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but I am really interested in, uh, this is something, um, you know, you sent me this, someone else sent me this link uh, to that thread about uh, SKD Knickerbocker writing Biden's tweets. Yeah. And it, I would say my macro take on this moment, uh, especially in terms of the election, if we're talking about that, is just we are seeing and we're going to see more all these postmortems of what's the story of Bernie's loss, right? Where you're already seeing that you've been seeing yeah. it for weeks and it's just going to be more of that. I haven't seen any particularly mainstream media reckonings with the story of Joe Biden's victory. I haven't seen any kind of like play by play, not even like a real official narrative of like, you know, you forgot about Joe and then like people remembered they loved him or like what they think happened. What is the official line on how Joe Biden won this primary? It seems like it's just going to go down the memory hole at this point. But yeah, like I think it is really interesting as we start to talk about like Joe, the possibility of Joe Biden winning the presidency and what that would look like, what his path there looks like. Uh, it's going to be interesting to learn more about this guy's campaign and, like, how did he win? Who was involved? Who was actually writing Joe Biden's tweets right now? Yeah. I showed you this thing. Uh, yeah, so Biden's Twitter account, which obviously he doesn't have anything to do with because he doesn't know where he is half the time, um, tweeted some, like, criticism of Trump that he was handling the coronavirus pandemic badly, which, of course, he is. Obviously. Of course. Right. Uh, and... In one of these, like, ridiculous press conferences that Trump was giving, he, uh, they asked him about this tweet that Biden did, and his response was like, oh, well, Biden didn't do it. No, uh, Biden has no idea where he is. Right. Like, some staffer did it for him. Right. Like, so I'm not going to respond to it. In the back, please. Um, Joe Biden actually just attacked you in a tweet. I don't know if you have seen it. He just what? Attacked you. He just said. Well, he didn't write anything. Look, he has people, he has professionals from the Democrats. Mr. President, let me just read what he said. He said Donald Trump is not responsible for the coronavirus, but he is responsible for failing to prepare our nation to respond to it. How do you respond to that, sir? Uh, He didn't write that. That was done by a Democrat operative. He doesn't write. He doesn't, he's probably not even watching right now. Uh, And if he is, he doesn't understand what he's watching. But just so you understand, it was very nice what they wrote out. I don't know, you know, they released it at a strange time, you know, sort of a strange time to release something like that. But he admitted I was right. And if you read the Federalist story, which most of you won't, because you don't want to, but you'd learn something, because if you go, it goes through a chart, times. I was early. Dr. Fauci, I think, I don't think he's changed his mind, but he said it was a very important step when we stopped China from coming in from the specific area that was heavily infected. We'd have a whole different thing right now. So I don't really know what Joe Biden said. I don't really care. And again, I see every once in a while I'll say something, I'll make a speech, and then it'll be critiqued, and I'll get this beautiful, brilliant critique. Joe Biden didn't write that. Joe Biden didn't write that. He wished he did. Which is so good and, like, so effective. Yeah, it's true. And so true, yeah. Yeah, how is Biden... I mean, right, like, if they're going to have a debate, what, they're going to have, like, a Zoom debate, and Trump is just going to roast Biden's green screen? I mean, it's going to be such a mismatched fight. Yeah, it's going to be really brutal. Yeah, I, like... They always talked about, like, if Trump would show up to the debates or not. Yeah. He will show up to these debates of with Biden. Course. Yeah, why wouldn't he? He's, I mean, 
totally neutrally, just from an aesthetic point of view, how he is as a performer, Trump is at the top of his game right now. Yeah. He's really, like, he's riding high on his, you know, uh, favorables being up or whatever. Yeah, he already was like, if we get under 100,000 deaths, I win. Like, yeah, right. Like, I'm calling an over-under on 100,000. <laughs> um, yeah. I want the under on brain damage. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. Saturday Night Live is going to do a Zoom show. Shut up. <laughs> They're going to do an Instagram Live show. There's the like. Live from Instagram. It's Saturday night. That's unbelievable. Yeah, there's That's the, the screen cap of like all of them on Zoom. It's like my classes now. It's fucking ridiculous. It's <laughs> 17 bland people. Um, I just uh, finished my Breaking Bad rewatch. Okay. Did you remember that Charlie Rose has a cameo on the Breaking Bad finale? Oh my god. <laughs> Picking up Matt. <laughs> um, uh, he's like interviewing, uh, you know, Gretchen Schwartz and her hubby when they're like trying to do damage control because uh, they've been associated with Walt. And uh, they go on Charlie Rose. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's literally a line where Walt is, like, taking them hostage or whatever, and he's like, I saw you on Charlie Rose. That's really funny. Can't believe you platformed that sex pest, Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I look, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's bad out there. Yeah. I'm seeing people on the timeline right now talking about uh, Steve Bannon going on Red Scare. <laughs> Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did listen to it. How it was, was it? like not interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not good interviewers. And they they're fun. Like they're good when they're talking to their friends or whatever. Right. But like, yeah, they don't really have the chops to like interview Steve Bannon. And it, they didn't ask him about his acid bath, right? They didn't ask him about his acid bath. They didn't ask him about like his drinking or anything, right. which would have like even like Steve Bannon the man would have been interesting. Totally. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, probably that. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> do you they remember? just kind of like let him go off, and like <laughs> he didn't say really anything that interesting. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. So Bernie dropped out. We kind of uh, got the memo about this a couple days early too. Did you see that article about like Faiz Shakir? telling Bernie to drop out. Yeah, I had been seeing stuff like that. Um, I was still surprised when it... I mean, I was just surprised that it happened then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There were, like, these leaked stories and stuff and, like, people pushing him to drop out. I mean, Biden couldn't have gotten a more perfect victory, this whimper of a dropout. Yeah. Uh, during this Wisconsin, you know, mass murder event that Biden co-signed. Yeah, well, except I don't know what Biden can do especially because of coronavirus to like turn around his narrative or to generate any kind of excitement about his campaign. No, I don't think he can. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, there's a reason everyone came into the race. It was because they felt Joe Biden was weak Yeah, and that hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be bad. I mean, look, we're in a like historic crisis and there's historic unemployment and we're going to have a depression in all likelihood if yeah. we're not already in it. I mean, we're in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 6.6 .6 million more this week. Yeah. Oh so we're up to over 10, maybe just under 15% official unemployment. Yeah. It's um, just going to keep going. Like so that. look, I mean, Biden could win. I mean, there could just be, it could be impossible for an incumbent to win under these economic situations. But He's certainly, like, the weakest person that the Democrats could have offered up. And he'll be a terrible president who won't help anybody who's not rich already. Did you see Chris Cuomo is now openly talking about his brother Andrew getting in the race? 
This is interesting. I don't know. At the same time, I kind of feel like the wind is almost already out of Cuomo's sails. Totally. Because he's clearly not doing a good job. Right, because he's the bad guy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's a horrible... Like, I've even heard some people, like, talking about, like, Draft Newsom now. Law. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. La la. Um, yeah. I mean, they're going to do this with every governor. Yeah. <laughs> the five Democratic governors left yeah, or whatever. Right. <laughs> Pritzker for president. <laughs> he could do it. Evers. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just bad. I don't, I don't have a ton to say about anything. <laughs> I'm just, you know, feeling bad, not feeling good. Nope. <laughs> feeling Joker-fied. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to say about all of it. It's bad. I don't know what where the left goes from here. Yeah. Um, especially since, you know, we can't go outside or anything. Or, right. like, uh, have meetings with anybody except on, like, the cop apps. Yeah. Uh, on, like, Zoom, like, live streaming to uh, the NSA or I whatever. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, talk about a surveillance state before. Now you can only communicate while being surveilled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, are you dexiting? Are you dem exiting the party? No. I guess so. I mean, in Illinois, you don't register with a party anyway, right? right? Like, I don't have to deregister as a Democrat. I was not registered as a Democrat, but more spiritually. That's not how. I mean, I feel like I've already spiritually not been a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know what I'm going to do on election day if there's going to be an election day. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm hearing from everybody that they're not going to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, and I think also we need to think about the possibility that there is a huge uh, boycott of the vote from young people. Young people stay home in huge numbers. And, you know, the left sits out the election and then Biden wins anyway. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I, think, I think that could happen, too. Yeah. Like, that might be the worst proposition for the left. Yeah, I mean, the the voting class has been so confined, has been, you know, made so small. But that class could still go Democrat, especially because the Democrats have become so right-wing. Why wouldn't they pick Joe Biden over Trump? Yeah. Yeah. But do you buy the, like, 538 map that's been going around that has Joe Biden winning every swing state? <laughs> no. And I mean, they did the same thing four years ago. Yeah. I mean, this time four years ago, yeah, we were talking about Hillary Clinton having, like, you know, historic margins, uh, like, winning, you know, every swing state, winning Arizona, winning uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Because, of course, Trump was so unacceptable. So I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, all of the reasons why Biden was weak haven't gone away. He's blatantly corrupt. His, uh, you know, fucking shithead son. And, like, we haven't even gotten into, like, his weird brothers and stuff. I know. Who are super corrupt. I've already lost count of them. Yeah. Yeah. But don't want to discount that Biden could still win through all of it because, like, we don't live in a democracy in yeah. any meaningful sense. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Trump yeah. proved anyone can win. Yeah. So why not? Um, and I think, you know... The model that we might have to work on is um, the stupidest thing is always going to happen. And I do feel like Biden winning is a little bit more stupid than Trump getting reelected. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the Russia gators and the, you know, uh, we're going to lose uh, iron workers in Philadelphia and pick up votes in the suburbs. All of those people being proven right. I know. And being triumphant. Yeah. And like... I mean, if we really just want to get into, like, hell world ideation <laughs> here, which we might as well do, um, like, I'm at, you know, and, and then we, we come up with a, 
<laughs> like vaccine for COVID or whatever. <laughs> and like, yeah, actually, no, there there is no threat to capitalism. There is no instability that can be leveled at capitalism that it can't absorb. Right. So like we're going to have massive layoffs. Uh, but then we'll come up with a vaccine or we'll come up with a treatment that works for people and the people who still have jobs can go back to work. And, you know, like every recovery in American politics, like 2008, it will be a jobless recovery. Yep. So all these people, this historic unemployment, that will just become the new baseline. Yep. But there's no crisis that can <laughs> destabilize capitalism. So we'll just, that'll just be the way things are. We'll and, just live like it's the Gaza Strip. Yeah. And like, we won't shake hands and we won't like go to uh, concerts or like bars anymore. And uh, basically everyone we know won't have a job. Yeah. But um, basically everything else will just go ahead there will be a class of president biden in hazmat yeah. suits going to their office jobs yeah uh and vice president ann romney will take the reins in 2024 did you say romney ann romney ann yeah romney. <laughs> like or uh the the entity that is the romney <laughs> <laughs> the bronze the body. age pervert <laughs> bronze age perverts discourse on uh on Romney being this world historic uh, figure that's going to transcend the human body. <laughs> we will all be absorbed in the Romney. Yeah, we will eat of his flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things. No one is going to know what we're talking about. Bronze Age Pervert retweeted this really funny thing. <laughs> I don't even really know who Bronze Age Pervert is. He's like an alt-right guy. Yeah. He's disgusting, yeah. but he's very funny, too. And <laughs> probably, you know, the same way that, like, QAnon is right about some stuff, he's right about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, you think he's right about uh, Romney seeing himself as the synthesis of technology and Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> as the end of human history? Yeah, like, from his base in uh, the Oval Office, like, extending his, like, flesh limbs <laughs> out of, like, all corners of the <laughs> Uh, someone just, like, screen grabbed this, like, insane nature documentary clip that's about... I'll play it for yeah, you. Yeah, please. It's, like, a mouse wrestling a scorpion. And then the mouse kills the scorpion. And, like... Sting disarmed. Scorpion dispatched. He claims his territory. <laughs> And now he's like screaming and like uh, supersonic sound. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, yeah, like someone tweeted that nature documentary clip and was like thinking about the mouse that fought a scorpion, killed it, drank the venom, and then screamed into the night. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and someone quote tweeted that. Uh, you will never know this feeling. <laughs> Read Bronze Age Mindset. <laughs> and you'll know why. <laughs> Bronze Age Pervert retweeted it. Is it like Gorilla Mindset? Like, you, we should take our cues from the Bronze Age, or? No, well, I haven't read it, but I think it's, I think it's so much more blackpilled than that. Yeah. Because I think that's where his, like, Mitt Romney stuff comes in. Right, right. Um, and, like. Well, yeah, I mean, there's all that. Maybe we should do a reading series. That'd be fun. There's, a, uh, I got into this when I was uh, getting into Pizzagate and shit like that. Which, by the way, my YouTube suggestions are so happy that I started watching shit like Hill Rising now. <laughs> They're like, thank God. Like, please, watch more Crystal Ball. You know, yeah. don't learn about the sex pervert conspiracy. <laughs> no no thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is your God. Yeah. Sagar and Jetty. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, YouTube trying to turn me into a right-wing populist yeah. over here. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I got into it for a little bit. Like the, um, it, It's just less fun because it's all about like Christianity and the devil, which I'm not just, I just don't think is a fun... Pizzagate? Uh, not not Pizzagate, but like, um, uh, you know, super soldier kind of stuff. Like demonic super soldier underground. I haven't gotten into all this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound fun. It's all these people tweeting like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly like this Mitt Romney thread. Like, I heard this with my own ears, yeah. you know, when I was a bodyguard uh, <laughs> while they were stealing an ancient crystal in South America. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just like copy pasta. Yeah. How have you been doing in quarantine? It's all right. I was telling you about this uh, passive-aggressive email. Before we started recording, I was telling you about this passive-aggressive email my uh, management company sent out to our building that was like, "Um, we've noticed that uh, water usage has almost doubled recently. Like, please let us know if there's a leak or anything else we can do to stop this. It's like, what do you think? People are inside. Uh, But, you know, other than that, like... uh, yeah, we, you know, we've been fine. Me and the fiance, uh, chilling, uh, watching movies. We watched Twelve Angry Men. Oh, nice. Yeah. Had uh, your fiance seen that before? No, neither of us had. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of movies and stuff. Um, watching some TV. I'm in school, and my classes started up again this week, so I'm like Zoom classes and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it'll be good to have some like work and stuff to do yeah. just to keep busy. We had virtual Seder last night, the family. Yeah, yeah, my family too. My dad, you know, listed the 10 plagues and he was like, COVID, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my family. I saw someone on Twitter like made a fake Zoom account for Elijah. Everyone and, like, did Requested that. to like enter the chat. Uh, we opened a Very channel for him to see if he wanted to come in, yeah. Wow. Matt Chrisman just tweeted about the Saturday Night Live thing and he was like, thank God. <laughs> Because he watches it, right? Yeah. That's so funny. Ugh. So bleak. Are they going to do, like, sketch? Oh, God. <laughs> going to do Zoom sketches? Yeah. Front-facing videos? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of them just doing their, like, um... Yeah, like, socialist GF uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> characters and stuff. Yeah, they've got, like, Lindsay Lohan on, and they're all doing praxis jokes. Well, I wonder when Saturday Night Live is going to do... I don't think they will ever do that. You know, they tried to have, like, a... um, What is it? Uh, like, you know, like a Joe Rogan. That guy who, like, got fired after the minute after he got hired because yeah. they saw all his, like, problematic tweets and stuff. The guy who they, was doing, like, Poor Man's Come Yeah, Down. yeah. And Legion of Skanks, right. like that kind of thing. Uh, I wonder what if they will ever try to have like a knockoff, like Chapo guy. Or they, I don't. I don't think they ever will. Yeah, I don't think they need to. Is that their audience? Even? No. Like, yeah. Who is? Who their do audience? you know who watches Saturday Night Live? Like, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it. God, like this whole. I mean, there was talk about Saturday Night Live getting canceled. Yeah. I mean, I think that is just like periodic, but like. I don't think we could take that now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, we joke about, you know, uh, Saturday Night Live being, like, a meaningful institution in America, aside from, like, yeah, just being this silo of, uh, you know, these people, uh, like, pumping out tourist material or whatever. But can you imagine if they really crushed Saturday Night Live and spread it to the winds? You would see so many diasporic Saturday Night Live stars just popping up everywhere after that, like... Like they let Pete Davidson do. Like, everyone would be off the leash. They would just be in all your movies, all your TV shows. <laughs> um, just spreading this plague everywhere. I mean, do you think Biden will host like Trump oh, did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, why not? 
<laughs> I cannot believe they're still using the green screen. Like, seriously. It will be really funny to see, like, um, what kinds, like, what their characterization. Because, of course, there's, like, when he was Obama's vice president, there was, like, famously the onion diamond Joe Biden. You yeah. know, Biden with the aviators and, like, trying to sell you, like, a vintage Trans Am or whatever. Did anyone even do a Biden impression when they were doing the debates? Uh, well, Jason Sudeikis did it in 2008. But what about this time Woody around? Woody Harrelson did it or something? Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Like what? Woody Harrelson's gonna come um, back and play? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Who's gonna come uh, back and play Rapist Biden? Yeah. I mean, that's... They don't know... Like, they don't know that he's a rapist <laughs> because nobody talks about it. Um, there's been, like, a media blackout on it, which is pretty stunning. Yeah. So, yeah, so what Biden are they going to put on SNL? I know. Well, I think they... I don't know. Yeah, they didn't have any... Like, you want me to try to find, like, Woody Harrelson, Biden? Sure, there's yeah. no, There's no edge to it. There's. I no, mean, I remember when, like, uh, they had, you know, what's-her-name uh, doing, like, Kamala Harris, and they had, you know... Yeah, oh, she's going to be VP, too. Uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris. It's yeah. so funny. I, I'm, like, certain of it. Yeah, why I, not? Yeah. I mean... Um, all right, this is the DNC Town Hall sketch from September 28th, 2019. Hugely cursed capsule. day. It's the yeah. impeachment town hall. Oh, my God. Evening, I'm just going to cut ahead to the, Democratic the candidates Biden. Fort Dietrich is rapidly working on the coronavirus the as this is going on. Go <laughs> <laughs> Give me the high beams, Vice President Joe Biden. Yeah, it's Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I think there was another time where it was Jason Sudeikis, who did it, like, throughout the Obama He has been such a black hole. I see you, I hear you, I sniff you, and I hug you from behind. Now, as I ask any time I walk into a room, where am I, and what the hell is going on here? But this was, like, in September when he was, like, a non-entity. But you know what I mean? Like, the Saturday Night Live parody thing is there's, like, two things. You pick two things about them and you just, that's the joke. Right. And then you show them acting in accordance with those two traits. So for, like, George Bush, it was that he was, like, stupid um, and, like... Christian. uh, And Christian or, like, and, like, very sure of himself. Right. like stupid and like and headstrong or arrogant. Like for Bill Clinton, it was like you horny. Know, horny and loves cheeseburgers. Like, yeah, like yeah. that's every joke about Bill Clinton. He's like a horn dog and he loves and he's like epic. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and like uh for Bernie it was hates billionaires and is old. Yeah. And is ruining the Democratic. <laughs> that's Party. right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, he got uh, the coveted third Like, they slot. had a really hard thing with Obama. Like, Obama was famously hard right. to parody. Because they couldn't parody what he actually was. Right. Um, right. So it was just, like, you know, super smooth Smart. or whatever. Smart. He was like, I'm a professor, yeah, but like not, aloof. like, Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, with Trump, it's stupid hamburgers, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and, Kofefe. Yeah, yeah. Kofefe. Like, he's stupid and... Um, like he's Russian, like he's, yes. he's Putin's bitch or whatever. Right? Yeah, he's a gay um, Russian whore. And I do think for Biden, like the two things will be, yeah, he's he's handsy. Like that'll be how they do, do it. Do you think there? I feel like there will be a blackout on that from now on. There very well could be. I feel like that's over. Like that Woody Harrelson thing where he's both doing the ICU 
that like uh, SKD Knickerbocker we now know yeah. is like feeding to Biden and is doing the hug you from behind and sniff you shit. I don't think they're gonna write that anymore. Yeah, they probably won't. And also that he like doesn't know where he is. Right. Like, That's all. So what's yeah. Biden gonna be? And, uh, yeah. So will they try to go back to the 2008? Uh, version of Biden, like the Parks and Rec, uh, Jason Sudeikis, Onion, Diamond Joe thing, where it's like, wears aviators and, like, you know, has a rough past or whatever. And yeah, like, is trying to sell, like, uh, illegally taken copper wire to yeah, you and shit like that. Right, like, knows where to go to buy fireworks or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I don't see how that how they can do that. How that could be plausible for anyone? Yeah, when he's like so clearly just like an old man who does not know where he is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like more and more he will just become the emperor behind the veil. He will just disappear. Yeah, and uh, I mean, so you know, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we can talk more about like comedy. I mean, yeah, his election would like truly be like a lobbyist coup. Yeah, and it would be like yeah, exactly right. It's the consultant's coup. Yeah. Um, yeah, can we read from this thread? I just thought this was fascinating. Yeah. So this is, uh, so you sent me this, someone else did send me this at the same time, like I think this is making the rounds, but yeah, Molly Lambert, who, like, do you know a lot about Molly Lambert? No, not at all. I know her name from Twitter, but I don't think I follow her, uh, but yeah, she did this thread that, you know, did some numbers for left Twitter, which is like 4,000 likes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Molly Lambert tweeted, this is, I guess, yesterday, the 8th, right? Um, so Biden is using the meaningless phrase, I see you again. Here's a fun little thing my friend noticed. Uh, and this is a screenshot of a tweet from Biden uh, that's, you know, gloating over the defeat of uh, the Sanders campaign. And to Bernie's supporters, I know that I need to earn your votes, and I know that might take time. But I want you to know that I see you, I hear you, and I understand the urgency of this moment. I hope you'll join us. You're more than welcome. You're needed. Uh, so, you know, there's that screenshot first. But Molly Lambert pointed out, uh, so the same language about feeling seen and shudder held, so midsomar, totally, <laughs> uh, appeared in Audrey Gelman's statement about laying people off from the wing. And there's a screenshot of this bit. Please know that we uh, what we've created together is enduring and it is important, Gelman told employees, a community grounded in friendship, laughter, and creation where women felt seen and felt held. Which is like, that's the wrong way to put that, right? Like, women felt seen and held. Uh, and, it, you know, they, they did, like, take that back because they realized how creepy it sounded. A previous version of this story included a less so there's an editor's note to this article a previous version of this story included a less sensical version of Gelman's comments about women feeling seen and held a representative from the high-powered political consultancy firm SKD Knickerbocker swiftly got in touch with Jezebel to correct it which is like okay so you are just a stenographer you'll like print anything they tell you and like count as a correction a different statement they made once they didn't like their second one but Molly Lambert says that's because Biden and the wing are both wrapped by nightmarish consulting firm SKD Knickerbocker. Clearly, I See You is the old SKDK special for when you want to say nothing but mean nothing. Uh, and this is right. Like, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying I see you on its face, except that it is succession-esque 
we here for yeah, you we- <laughs> corporate speak that yeah. is supposed to fill space where you're supposed to make a commitment to change or address a wrong commitment. Yeah. Like, I think this statement comes from uh, the fact that the wing had to, yeah, this is uh, uh, Gelman's statement about laying people off from the wing. They fired everyone at the wing. And I don't know if you caught this. This was like a weird kind of bubble of the crash that's happening around us is like they laid everyone off from the wing, which like, if you don't know what that is, please Google it. Yeah. It's such a freakish, like, you know, networking association. Like I mostly hear about it in New York. Uh, for Do you know that my sister worked for the Wing? No, like, she's a my sister uh, is a is a cook uh, is a chef, and she like worked in the kitchen. No. At the Wing at one point, and uh, must have made some good food. Yeah, wings, I imagine. <laughs> uh, but it, like hated it. It was a horrible gig. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I don't know if you caught this. Like when people were getting laid off, the wing said we are committed to pay people for two months after this, or something like that, uh, and mentioned a couple other benefits that they could still receive. And the last one they mentioned was uh, English language classes, Ugh. which is like, yeah. So who do you think was working a lot of those jobs? Yeah, um, Zoom English language classes. Yeah, for all these yeah, yeah. people who've just been laid off by this place. So, um, Anita so this is still in the Molly Lambert thread. Anita Dunn, who worked as a lawyer for Harvey Weinstein recently and also repped the Keystone Pipeline, now works on the Biden campaign at SKDK. I see you, Anita Dunn. You can tell SKDK Nick, uh, this is, you know, tagging them on Twitter. You see what the fuck they're doing and ask them why Harvey Weinstein's lawyer, Anita Dunn, is now working for fellow sexual assaulter Joe Biden. And this is something that is so weird uh, the way this has been covered, because every time there's an article about the Biden campaign, it's acknowledged that Anita Dunn is running the campaign, but she's not officially the campaign manager. Like, she has this weirdly, like, high-powered role, but is not officially running the campaign in a traditional way. And there has just been zero coverage of what is the Biden campaign like right now? What is its structure? What is happening there? And Molly Lambert posts Anita Dunn's resume, uh, which goes 2012 on Wikipedia, clearly it's from... Uh, it goes 2012 Obama campaign, right to Harvey Weinstein consultant, right to 2020 Biden campaign, which is, I mean, you that's the arc of the Democratic Party right now. Uh, another one, uh, it's another one of these Joe Biden tweets. Today and every day, at Dr. Biden and I are proud to stand with the trans community. We see you, we support you, and we will continue to do everything we can to ensure you are affirmed and accepted just as you are. Hashtag trans day of visibility. Uh, except, like, you know, do anything meaningful to help the trans yeah. community, like, get them Medicare uh, for all, uh, you know, cancel their student debt, uh, reform the economy in any way that would help them legalize sex work, uh, you know, uh, decarcerate uh, people hugely. Uh, so uh, Molly Lambert says, oh, yeah, also this woman from SKDK, repping Biden now, started Time's Up and posts a link to Hillary Rosen's uh, page on SKDK's website, SKD Knickerbocker. Uh, Hillary Rosen, people might remember, we talked about her on the podcast a couple weeks ago. She was the white woman Biden surrogate who yelled at um nina turner for quoting dr king on the white moderate uh hillary rosen that person who's now a biden surrogate is also a high level uh consultant worker at uh, skd knickerbocker and it, it, it is just becoming clear that skd knickerbocker really runs the biden campaign this consultancy firm uh, this lobbying firm runs the Biden campaign. And here's, you know, more on Hillary Rosen uh, from Biden's consultants, SKDK. Uh, yeah, this is right, like the uh, Nina Turner stuff. Uh, and, you know, so it, uh, Hillary Rosen co-founded Time's Up. 
like all these all these organizations are all related to each yeah. other. That thing where um uh someone pointed out that Joe Biden is repped by CAA. I mean, I thought that was a joke. Biden is really repped by CAA, who are the ones like Time's Up works out of CAA offices, I think, or at least was founded out of them. CAA is hugely uh, integrated with Time's Up. Uh, CAA was where Harvey Weinstein was at home. Like it is, uh, you know, it's responsible for all of this uh, stuff. This is something that like Rose McGowan was pointing out. Uh, But yeah, there are all these like weird organizations. I don't even know how to like categorize them all together, except that they are all these consultant class firms that, yeah, have uh, built this catch and kill operation for Joe Biden that are running his campaign now that are, you know, going out there and attacking uh, Bernie Sanders surrogates uh, on the basis of their race and gender. And yeah, like this is what the Biden campaign looks like behind the mask that is Joe Biden. Like, and there is just no official narrative about this. I haven't seen anyone, you know, there's this joke, uh, this chronic joke on Twitter. And it's not a joke. It's just like a, a fact that if you ask a Biden supporter what policy yeah. Biden supports, they are not able to answer you. Or like, what policy is he promising that you're excited for? And they'll say like, well, he got Obama to like do gay marriage. And it's like, okay, but that's not what his campaign is about right now. We have gay marriage now yeah what is he gonna do and like no biden supporter is able to say anything except maybe like roll back the kids in cages uh is like maybe the one thing or like stop doing corruption uh but those aren't policies that biden is for he hasn't even said he wants to do that stuff uh, in fact, like Biden now, his policy is I heart Trump. He loves Trump. He yeah. keeps talking about like he doesn't want to get into a political fight with him. He, you know, respects him and thinks we all have to get behind the president. But I mean, it is also true that if you ask people like, how did Joe Biden win? What is his campaign like? What was his strategy? No one really has an answer for you because he didn't have one. There is no Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, like, people talk about, well, we need to get these, like, platform concessions or whatever. Lol. Yeah, like, what does that mean? What would make you... What about anything about Biden's career would make you think he would keep any promise that he makes at this moment? Right. Like... He doesn't even keep a promise day to day. Yeah. His position on the Wisconsin election changed within hours. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, he can't even get his story straight about the Iraq war. Why would you think he wouldn't do an Iraq war again? Jeez. Bleak. (laughs) Hi, Mr. Vice President. Uh, so my question is um, is about the uh, Wisconsin primary and um, whether you think it's still appropriate to have in-person voting there, considering the fact that um, the uh, Democratic National Convention has been pushed back and, and uh, public health officials say it's important to uh, stay home. Well, the answer is I listen to the scientists. Uh, a convention having tens of thousands of people in one arena is very different than having people walk into a polling booth with uh, accurate spacing to six to ten uh, feet apart, one at a time going in and have machines scrubbed down. Um, But I do think there are going to be a lot more, I think you could hold the election as well, dealing with mail-in ballots and uh, same-day registration. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be done. That's for the Wisconsin courts and folks to decide. But I think it's possible to do both, to have both more mail-in ballots, people, and today is the last day, I guess, till five o'clock to ask for one. There's an hour time difference from where I am in Wisconsin. And uh, I think it could be done based on what I've been hearing from 
the news and what I understand uh, the governor and others are saying. But that's for them to decide. Finally, sir, I want to turn to some politics before we go. As you know, Wisconsin now having its primary on Tuesday. Uh, your opponent, Senator Sanders, has said that should be put off, but and the, and the governor now joined that chorus as well. But it looks like it's going to happen. Is that wise? Well, look, I think they should just follow the science. I. Uh, and, uh, you know, what I've been hearing, I've been following like you have, like everybody has, watching the court action is still in court now. And uh, but I think whatever whatever the science says is what we should do. And does that hold for the convention as well? If are you open to the yes. idea that the, it just may not be possible to do the convention in August? Well, we're going to have to do a convention, we may have to do a virtual convention. I don't I think we should be thinking about that right now. The idea of holding a convention is going to be necessary, but we may not be able to put 10, 20, 30,000 people in one place. And that's very possible. Again, let's see where it is. What we do between now and then is going to dictate a lot of that as well. But my point is that I think you just got to follow the science. Listen to the experts. Listen to the Fauci's of the world. And if that's the case, it's the case. We cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy take second fiddle. We, they, we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. But I think it's time we start thinking about how we're going to hold elections, whether we're going to have to and spend a lot of time figuring whether we do, is it gonna mostly be by mail, which is not the preferred route for everyone? Are we gonna, how are we gonna do that? How are we gonna make it available to everybody? And I think that has to be I know you've talked to Bernie. smart people thinking about now. I know you've talked right. to Bernie Sanders about your vice presidential pick. No, it shouldn't creep in your mind. Look, we've been through hell before. We had an election in the middle of the Civil War. We had an election in the middle of pandemic flu back in the turn of the century. We've had an election at every major crisis. We can take care of our health and our democracy. The idea of postponing an election is not possible. It should not happen. The democracy has to continue to function. We have to lead. Do you think you won in Wisconsin tonight? Ordinarily, I'd be hitting you over the head with all these exit polls and cross tabs and things that I know about people all the way down to what they like for lunch. Uh, we're not going to have anything until Monday. What's your gut? No, we're not. Well, my gut uh, is that we shouldn't have had the election in the first place. Uh, the in-person election. It should have been all mail ballots in. Uh, it should have been moved in the way that five other states have done it. It's uh, the idea didn't have enough poll workers in what uh, over a hundred and some polling places uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, and I, but that this was all about uh, Republican legislature pushing really, really hard to maintain and make sure they had an election because uh, I think they know that uh, low turnout affects. Uh, affects their interest.